Thank you, Steve. Thank you, everybody, for your welcome. Yes, I came by car, and I came up the coastal road, but it was blocked off. I had to come back through the middle of the town, but I managed to find my way. The next time I see the sea at Southport will be the first. I've only been here for eight years. Every time I come, I look for it, and uh, so far, even though I've gone down the end of the pier, I've still not seen it, but it is lovely to be here. As Steve says, this, this church is 59 years older than the Diocese of Liverpool, which was formed in 1880. So it's really fab to be here for this occasion. What happened in 1821? Well, I'll tell you, Napoleon died. So that's a sadness. Napoleon died. The United States bought Florida from Spain for $5 million. That's the whole state of Florida. So they were expanding a little bit. There was a war between the Turks and the Greeks. So some things don't change much. There were all kinds of other things that went on in that year. And here, in this part of the world, Jesus Christ was glorified. Jesus was glorified up there in church town. And people noticed that the town was expanding and that there was the need to glorify Jesus by planting a church. I'm going to come back in a moment to what Jean said about what the church actually is. Jesus was glorified in this town 200 years ago. When all those other things were happening that count as history, glorifying Jesus is not history. It is a present day truth. So we're going to pray before we uh, get into the meaning of that truth. Let's pray. Uh, loving God, be present in these words that I say. If there's anything I say that is not from you, would you please enable people to forget it straight away? And if there's anything from you, uh, Lord, may it take root in our hearts. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I'm going to read you now from the uh, Heritage Open Day website. If you go on the Heritage Open Day website... Now, I don't know whether the people who do the Heritage Open Day website read the scripture. But you may know that bit in the Bible about what happens when you build a church on sand. The wind came and the uh, uh, waves blew and the house fell and great was the falling of it. As far as I can see, this one is pretty solid. Although we've just heard that building after building needed to be built here. It was the most northerly building in Lord Street. In other words, it was on the edge. God knew what God was doing when he put in the mind of the planters the thought that it would be good to build a church on the edge because it's not on the edge anymore. Over the years since, the town has grown around. So that now when you drive up this street, you see this church in the center. It was built on the edge, and now it's in the center. And as Steve said, in every... What are we called to do now that reaches out to people who may just be moving in or who may not even be here yet? What are we going to do to be true to the spirit of the founders of this place? What are we going to do in a town surrounded by sand? Those are questions that your staff team, that your wardens, that your church council will ask every year. Just as in the 200 years since this place was founded, those questions have been asked. What can we do to produce a building that is both beautiful, good for worship, and there for the community? 
What can we do to reach out as you do at the moment with your Alpha course? To speak about Jesus to people who may have so much compared with what people had in 1821, but who now are just as lost inside until they know what life is all about. What do we do to make this sandy world where people are trying to find a footing and it's slipping away all the time? What do we do to make that solid? So that like the church, they themselves may take their stand on the rock, which is Christ. I want to remember what Jean said a moment ago. She talked about the church being people, not... And she used this phrase, an easy threshold. The church had an easy threshold. In other words, you can step over it easily. You don't have to feel, oh my goodness, I'm not worthy to come here. Oh my goodness, I will not be made welcome unless I look like these people. I will not be made welcome unless I act like these people. That would be a hard threshold. But here there is an easy threshold. People step in. There's cafe named after the founding year. People can step in. People can have a coffee. People can then realize that here are, is a community of people who believe, who are prepared to pray with you if you feel lost or if you feel sick, who really believe that by praying for you, they will make a difference in your life by the grace of the God they love. There is an easy threshold in this church and I pray for you and as you're having up just before I got to the side that said road closed out there by the coast I thought how come this area has not been overrun by the sea and the answer you know the answer if you're Southport people it's not because it's become rock it's because there in the sand there has been grass growing and the roots of that grass, each individual root, tiny and thin and easily broken, that network of roots has solidified the sand so that now you can walk on it without fear of vanishing into it. So that now when the wind blows and the great storms come, there may be some impact, but there will not be the impact that over, overruns this town because the grass is there. I thought of that as I was coming up. And I changed the sermon I was going to preach to say that to you. God has raised you up in this sandy world. This church planted on sand so that the network of roots that's your love for one another, the network of roots that's your love for this community, that network may make the sand solid. So that those who come over the easy threshold will have somewhere to stand, will not be lost, will not slip and slide because of the love you have in Jesus. Not only for one another, but for them. And I want you, when you talk to each other about that when I've gone, you might remember some big guy came and talked about it, but the thing to remember is, Gene said, the church is the people and we want an easy threshold. And then when you come out, you can look at this grass. It's a different kind of grass down there by the sea, but it is the network of roots that will sustain this church into the future. The Holy Spirit is described in the Bible as wind. 
and fire. And you'll notice on both sides of me, they put up balloons that were meant to say 200, but the wind blew. And they both turned around, so now it says 500. Have you noticed that? God has a future for you, which will build on the past and the faithfulness of the past, on the ministers and the leaders who planted this place, on the community that sustains its life. 200, 300, 400, and then they can get these balloons out again. You see how I'm saving you money in the long term. In this diocese of Liverpool, we say, we're asking God for a bigger church to make a bigger difference. And we say, more people knowing Jesus, more justice in the world. Here is a church that stands on that meaning. Asking God in worship, and I've seen you worship. You know the reality of God in worship for a bigger church. And so we tell people who are interested about our blessed Lord who loves us, making a bigger difference so that that heart for the poor, which the founding ministers had, has been sustained as you feed the poor and meet the lonely and make that threshold easy. My charge is simply that you continue on the road that was laid out for you in the foundation that year that Napoleon died, that year that George IV was crowned king, all those years ago. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and when these balloons are blown up again. May God bless you in your faithfulness and in your determination to sustain the life, to build on rock that is the rock of Christ, a network of roots that will make this sand firm, to be there for this town, and in the power of the Spirit to extend the salvation of Jesus to everyone. Amen.